This is all about Kentucky tracks, Kentucky drivers, and Kentucky fans. We eat, sleep, and breathe it anyways, so we figured why not make a podcast about it. For 11 years, we've been keeping the bluegrass covered in dirt. Now, we're doing it bigger than ever before. We are Kentucky's Dirt Racing Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Dirt Racing in the Bluegrass Live, presented by Smokehouse Grill and Buffet. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Dirt Racing in the Bluegrass Live. West Lanham, World Wide West, out of Campbellsville, Kentucky, and Josh Chastain, jumping Josh out of Berea, Kentucky. Look at him. He's got his hunting attire on. He's ready to be in the woods. Yeah, you got that right. I am ready. I was in the woods today, Wes, actually. Uh, you know, speaking of, so I didn't even change out of my camo hat, man. I'm I'm ready for it. Um, I mean, you know, for every season of life, my seasons are racing season, deer season, football season, basketball season, and it starts all over again. So, yeah, ready for deer season. Got some cameras out today. Let's Good see what thing. we can get. And uh, I will mention this is uh, sponsored by Smokehouse Grill and Buffet, and we are in the Bluegrass Restoration and Construction Studios tonight. Um, just happy to be on here, buddy. Um, happy to do another show with you, and uh, we got a lot of racing to talk about tonight. Yeah, happy to be on here for sure, man. It's, uh, you know, like you said, a lot to talk about. Um, really, really looking forward to it. Uh, I called you earlier and I said, Wes, we're going to change things up a little bit here tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm putting you in the, I'm putting you in the driver's seat for, for this one. Uh, I, I normally lead the show and, and, uh, lead everything, but I thought, you know, it'd be good to change things up a little bit. We've done, I don't know, over, uh, you asked me what show is it, do you know? I said, man, I, la- I lost track of that a long time ago. Um, you know, we're, we're way up there. So I thought, you know, it'd be good to change things up a little bit and make, make things a little bit different here tonight and put you in the, put you in the captain's seat and, and let you lead us and, uh it'll be it'll be fun plus you know for a long time people say you won't you won't let west talk i haven't heard that in a long time because you've been talking more here lately um so i thought i'm gonna give i'm gonna give west his big night here and let him let him take the lead and i'll just i'll just sit behind you buddy and let you let you guide us around well that sounds good i listen i i'm i'm totally fine with uh with taking uh taking the back seat and and uh being uh being second place i guess but uh i'll jump up there and take that pole position and win the race tonight and, and <laughs> lead it. uh gonna yeah. be a fun night buddy got a lot to talk about like i said and uh got our good buddy skylar marler uh gonna come on in a few minutes and uh talk to him uh i know it's it's funny um you know this is this is dirt racing in the bluegrass live but uh yeah. we uh we've talked to uh to national national guys regional guys and uh it's it's perfectly fine to have uh have some tennessee guys on and uh just really really looking forward to to talking to him and uh and uh like i said got a got a big weekend uh lake cumberland speedway's got a uh 5000 win uh american all-star uh crate racing series coming to town so uh really really looking forward to that and uh um 
he's uh, he's competing in it. So going to be a good night, buddy. We we got a lot to talk about from last week, and uh, got a lot to talk about this week. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about last week here real quick. Like you said, we are we're going to get Skylar on here in just a minute. Not not waste too much time before we uh, before we do that. But yeah, last weekend. Um, a lot of rainouts, man. Like uh, it's kind of a tough, tough Saturday for our our local racetracks, really. Um, yeah, Thunder Mountain was able to reschedule theirs to Sunday, and uh, and get theirs in that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, like I said, it was it was a tough, uh, tough, tough deal, you know, there on Saturday with the rain. Um, I, I believe 191 Speedway they were planning on having their opening night on Saturday. That got rained out and pushed to this Saturday. Um, I think Mud Lick got to run. Am I right about that? I think I saw some results from from over there, and and uh, they got to run. I, I could be yeah, completely I wrong. Yeah, I think I think they did. I think they were yeah. able to run. Um, so that's good. Uh, but you know, here's the thing that's that's kind of been odd. Um, we had so much rain earlier in the year, and you know. Then all of a sudden, we've hit a dry spell here, and yeah, heck, we've not had rain. Uh, but we did, you know, here in Campbellsville speaking, um, you know, we did have a, a good rain shower um, Saturday, uh, started around 5 5 30, and just to set in rain, a good rain, what we needed, and then also got some on Sunday afternoon. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely, um, you know, we we'd had rain outs. You know, early in the spring and and early summer, and then all of a sudden we we've, we've been dry here, so it was it was uh, kind of odd to see some rain out there on Saturday. And and I know Thunder Mountain was able to reschedule and run their their show on uh, on Sunday, which is good. They had a three thousand win crate uh, Pro Lake model show there, uh, three thousand win, and uh, the rooster Dustin Lindell was able to get the win in that. So uh, yeah. he's been hot down there. He's he's loving Thunder Mountain Speedway. He's loving the mountain. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the last time I was able to, to make it down there to Thunder Mountain, um, got to interview him <clears throat> in Victory Lane. Um, actually, I didn't get to interview him in Victory Lane. I, I did get to, on our, on our Facebook page, I got to interview him. And then I did the rest of the interviews there for the, for the track. Um, my first time doing that was that night. But yeah, I mean, he, uh, he's definitely, um, he's definitely found something down there and not, but you know, you think about it with that 39 crate car, um, I mean, Linville, he's just, he's been good overall. He just won 5,000 over at Brownstown not too long ago and then he's won a couple 3000 races there he's he's won pretty much everywhere that he's took that thing and and uh man that's a that's a really good car like he's he's won a lot of money in that in that crate machine for sure yeah he has and i know we've joked with him you know take and take that crate motor out of that car put your super motor in and uh get it all lined out uh but uh He's definitely won a lot of money in that in that thirty nine, and uh, I think he's planning to come to to Lake Cumberland uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's had some unfortunate issues. I think they blowed a motor uh, in the super last weekend, and that's unfortunate. But 
he's still running, getting the run, and and that uh, in that thirty nine crate car, and like you said, he has. He's won a he's won a ton of money. Yeah, yeah, he has won some won some good races in that car, and uh, and he's in uh, he's in contention. Like he's right up there. I forget, I think it's less than ten points. The last time I saw for that Ultimate Heart of America Super Late Model Series will be decided in October uh, there at Richmond. So. Um, man, that could be it. Could be a big year for him overall with all the crate races he's won, and then to get that uh, that uh, ultimate championship would be a would be a good way to end of the year for for that team for sure. Yeah, uh, going to try to switch gears here a little bit. Uh, David Redmond said I should have went over to JRR Motor Shop and uh, uh, go live with Dalton Wilson and Ross Robinson. Well, Redmond. Uh, Let's see, Tuesday, I guess it was, I picked uh, Annabeth up from school and uh, she had, uh, she'd made the, made the choir and they had practice and I looked over there Tuesday and uh, saw all the haulers and I said, I got to run over and talk to to Dalton and, uh, and Ross and so her and I run over and talked to them a few minutes, talked to Gull, they was busy, um, working on the cars and getting ready. Uh, got a Friday, Saturday deal, got the Jackson 100, um, this weekend at, uh, Brownstown. So, uh, I know I took pictures and sent them to Josh and, uh, he was pretty jealous. Uh, yeah. I said, look where I'm at. And I took, took pictures of, uh, of Dalton working on the car and, uh, Ross's wife and, and then there was uh, Jason Jameson's car, and then Justin Ratliff. So I was I was definitely in hog heaven there at uh, JRR Motorsports earlier uh, in the week. So yeah, just a cool deal. They was they was thrashing, getting ready. Uh, they'd just come back from uh, from Knoxville, Iowa, and uh, getting the cars ready for uh, for Friday night and Saturday night at, at Brownstown this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, Worldwide had to make his his rounds there the the other night, like he like he usually does. I'm sure he's already been messaging some some drivers on Facebook this week too, and just doing doing what he does. So you know, yeah, getting gotta, getting the rundown. Got to check in. Got to see where everybody's going. Uh, no Rock Castles running this weekend as well, and uh, got to check on my drivers. See see where yeah. everybody's racing this weekend, and that's the thing. Support your local tracks. Fans need to get out and uh, enjoy it because we've got uh, we've got a couple races left before cold weather sets in. So we definitely uh, definitely got to get to get our racing in while we can before uh, before it gets too cold. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of cold weather, I'm out here in the shop with the. With the shop door up, it's you know at this point it's now it's getting it's dark by the time we start the show. So I had to I had to use some spr- some uh, bug spray tonight, Wes. I've been getting eat up by mosquitoes sitting out here with the with the garage door open. So uh, man, just try to fend for myself out here. You know you gotta you gotta protect yourself out here in the elements when you live outside of city limits and you can't get high speed internet and you gotta have the garage door open to get some service. So. You know. Yeah, you big. While crazy. you sit in luxury, I'm out here. Yeah. You know, I'm up surviving. here. I'm up here in the mansion on the hill. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're out there on the farm with the with the chickens and the yeah. uh, and the 
the goats and the sheep and the cows and the hogs and yeah yeah, yeah. You, you live in the live in the green acres life yeah one of them might run in here in a minute if it does just don't pay no attention yeah or a coyote or something yeah or the cat bad. i held yeah held that cat forever just yeah. like a baby it just loved on me when i was up there and seen you the right. other day yeah. well listen let's jump into it just go pay some bills and uh give shout outs to our sponsors go to commercial break and uh we'll come back with the tennessee volunteer scholar marler all right let's let's uh let's do it that sounds like a plan racetrack connection is a social media app designed specifically for racing on the app you can find a track find a driver review and print track schedules and use the chat feature to communicate with other fans and drivers at any event. There's even a map feature where you can locate racetracks all across the U.S., plus many other features, all for free. Download the Racetrack Connection app today. Donnie Kaufman used to say, it's good enough to make your tongue slap your brains out, honey. That's what we think about the home cooking at Smokehouse Grill and Buffet in Berea. Choose from the delicious options on their home-style buffet and salad bar or order from the full menu. Not to mention their desserts and some of the best breakfast you'll ever eat. We promise you'll never be disappointed with this racing family-owned business. Visit their friendly staff and grab a bite to eat. Located just off exit 77 in Berea. Hi there, I'm Alan Feldhouse Jr., head basketball coach at Madison Central High School. Here at MCHS, we have built a winning team. I'd like to tell you about another local winning team, family-owned and operated Bluegrass Restoration and Construction. They specialize in roofing, general construction, and home maintenance services. Just like on the court, you need a team that will work together to get the job done, and that's exactly what BRC does. Give them a call at 859-353-1133. Road Tribe. This is World Wide West Lanham. If you're in the market for a storage building, look no further than our friends at Barton's Insulated Buildings. With nearly 30 years in business, they specialize in insulated storage buildings, mobile home underpinning, garages, and pole barns. With two locations at 3739 South Laurel Road in London and 3300 Cumberland Falls Highway in Corbin. Call them today at 606-528-7221 and tell them World Wide West sent you. All right. Well, we're joined with uh, here on the Bluegrass Restoration and Construction Studios with uh, Skylar Marler. Skylar, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you guys? We're good. We're good. Yeah, uh, doing good, man, for sure. You know, you, you know I was um, – I was actually born in Kentucky, if that makes you all feel any better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hey, listen, I don't mind. I already said we. this might be a Kentucky Dirt Racing podcast. But we, can, we, can have the, the, we can have the Tennessee volunteer, uh, Skylar Marler, on here, too. If we hurt anybody's feelings, they'll just have to, they'll just have to get over it. So. Yeah, no, that's so, cool. I, pre- I appreciate you guys having us on. So. It's a cool deal you guys are doing. Well, we, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know uh, probably about a month ago, uh, I was talking to you in the infield there. At, I think we was at Lake Cumberland, and you come up to me and said, uh, "Wes, I'm mad at you," and it took me off off guard. And I said, "Skyler, what the heck for?" Because you ain't had me on the podcast yet. And I yeah. was like, "Okay, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I guess uh, the last time we talked, uh, I interviewed you there in Victory Lane 
Um, you'd want it like Cumberland Speedway. That's probably been, uh, see, that was the weekend before um, the World 100. Yeah, Labor Day weekend, I guess it was. Yeah, yeah, Labor Day weekend on that Sunday, I believe. Um, so I said, yeah, I said, we'll, we'll get you on the show. So, yeah. uh, so glad to have you on. And, uh, so whereabouts was you, was you born in Kentucky? I was born actually in Somerset. In Somerset. Um, yeah, I've got, uh, got a lot of family here right, right there in Pulaski County in Somerset. So, uh, I was just telling my neighbor here, uh, I was, I was thinking earlier, I've been, uh, I've been going to Lake Cumberland for, uh, to the races up there for 31 years now. So. Man. So been there a time or two for thirty one yeah. years. Now, how old are you? I'm, I'll be thirty eight here in uh, December. December the what? Sixteenth. Sixteenth. Yeah. Okay. Mine's, mine's December the twelfth. I'll be thirty eight December the twelfth. Oh, well, mine's right. the mine's uh, yeah. the nineteenth. We're we're I'll all within you. the same week, man. Yeah. December twelfth, sixteenth, and nineteenth. What about yeah. that? Yeah, we. Well, they say uh, they say smart and and good looking guys is born in the in the month of December. So this is living proof right here. Oh, there you go. Well, y'all probably got the same <laughs> the same thing happened. You guys probably happened to me when you were little. You just got to open up a Christmas present for your birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I always hated that, kinda, man. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's kinda, no, no, no birthday wrapping paper, nothing like that. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Birthday no, it's, and Christmas uh, just was kind of combined, and then my little brother comes along, and he's born July the sixth. He is almost a firecracker baby, and I said, yeah. I said, well, this is kind of. It's kind of a bad deal. You get swimming parties outside. I got to go inside to have my pool parties. I'm I'm always been jealous of uh, of anybody that's had a birthday during the summer months. You know, so uh, you get all the swim parties, like you said. You know, yeah, yeah. We got we got to find indoor pools to. to Yeah, we just get like a two for one birthday Christmas gift. Everybody else gets a pool party. You know, it's like man, we definitely got the short end of the stick on that. Sure did. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, just let's talk a little bit about uh, about your your uh, racing career and and the season you've had so far. Um, I know you've dabbled in a in a little bit of. You've run crates. You've run supers. You've run open wheel modifieds. Whatever it is, the Marlers will drive it. It don't matter if it's a if it's a. <laughs> Mini stock to hobby stock to super late model, it don't matter. Open wheel modifieds, if it's a race car, heck, they'd, they'd race pace trucks and water trucks if they had to. Yeah, it, it don't matter. What we'll, we'll, like you said, we'll race whatever. My dad, he's a he's got three or four Crown Vicks right now, uh, building them for that. Uh, oh, really? Separate like Yeah, I don't know who all's driving them, but. Well, I told uh, I told David David Tilly a couple of weeks ago. I said, "Find me a car, put me in that 150 laps. Let's go." <laughs> well, we could always put a seat in this in this Crown Vic, and you could ride with us. Yeah, that that's what I think. It that's I think that would be a smart way to put Wes. Really, when it comes down to it. That would be a smart way to put Wes in a race car in in the passenger seat. At least break him in because we we'll, we had 150 last. We had the over under. We were talking about it last week on the show. I think it was. I think we were over under 50 laps, and I took the under. So, um, you know, yeah, I, I would have to make a pit stop and drive half the race 
you know, one of us and then run over and do like a Chinese fire drill, say, let's throw yeah. a caution and uh, um, about, I don't know, 50, 50, 75 laps and let us switch and, and run one of us run the rest of the race. Competition yeah, caution, uh, that'd be it. I don't think I'd want to be sitting in the passenger seat at late term one. No, I didn't know. No. <laughs> yeah, that's one track that you probably you probably wouldn't want to be sitting in the passenger yeah. seat. I'd I'd have to stop at some point and pee, probably. You know, just kind of take a break. Ha- competition caution. You know, we'd we'd have you a Gatorade bottle in the in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let it, let it He's leaking fluid now. He gets <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and take a leak. So yeah. tell us a little bit. I know uh, we laughed about it. I think that was last year uh, talking about the the modified deal. You've you've been uh, you know kind of racing a little bit this year and and started last year. I know you you rolled into uh, to Richmond Raceway and uh, trying to think what the what the tags was on on the hauler that you drove in there. Was it? Yeah. It's got uh, Alaska tag on. Alaska. I said, "Who the heck's got Alaska plates?" So we laughed about that. And then you, you pulled in back there and was parked next to Chilt, and I was like, "That's Skyler. You just never yeah. know what he's gonna roll." <laughs> right. Anywhere you pull in with an Alaska plates on, uh, you can just see people's mouth. You know, you could see them. They're from Alaska. You, <laughs> you can see their acting. You know. <laughs> But yeah, the, the uh, so that's Delbert Puro that the, on the modified stuff, and and he had actually he called Mikey, and uh, Mikey was tied up with his schedule, so I, they called the B team in, they called me, so uh, <laughs> yeah, he I found out on um, I found out on Wednesday on a Wednesday last year uh, b- before the was it the Dirt Track World Championship, not the World Championship, the Short Track World Championship, the Short that's what Track, called, yeah, 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 and. Uh, so I'm talking to this guy and have no clue who he is. And he's like, well, I think we ought to go to Charlotte and race it. So I'm like, all right. So like you said, we'll drive whatever. So I tell my wife and I get Cody and, and, and we get down to this guy's shop and he left it unlocked at four o'clock in the morning. We're putting the seat in and uh, pull into Charlotte there on, on Friday at like 11 o'clock a.m. Something like that. And uh, we didn't know that they'd raced on Thursday. So we started in the back of the consolation race and, uh, you know, make a long story short, missed it by one spot. But so, uh, so he's like, well, you might as well just take it, take that stuff home, and uh, we'll go to chill coffee next week. So he's actually they had, a, they had two fifteen thousands, and uh, and uh, a guy blowed up in front of me and Devin Moran, and Devin hit him, and I hit Devin, and you know, and it, it tore it up pretty good. But uh, so we worked on it this winter and got it all ready, and just kind of kind of put all my eggs in a basket, you know, to drive that stuff this year. And, yeah. We raced it a few things a few times, and and he actually went back to work in Alaska. And anyway, my long story short, it, it didn't work out. So I was sitting there with with nothing to drive, and, and Jamie called me on a on a Friday and uh, asked me if I wanted to drive his car at Ponderosa. That was at like I don't know one thirty that day or something, and then they're racing that night, and I'm like, I don't care, I'll drive it. So so me, it actually it was a blessing though, you know. So. um I drove for a lot of good people and, um, you know, Jamie, he's meeting him. We, we hit it off really well and, and, uh, it's worked out. We we're trying to build us a little team here and get to where we can go have some fun, you know? Yeah. Well, you, well, you, you all can... definitely hit on something the last, I don't know, you had, you had some issues. Um, I know I talked to you about that, had some, had some mechanical issues 
you know, earlier in the season once you and him kind of kind of got together. But last, I don't know, I don't last, know last. three, three, four weeks, you've really, really hit on something and got a got a fast car for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so what we done on that, um, you know, I, I told him that I wanted to do something, and he was good with it. And um, I said, well, we're going to have to have something to race, you know. We're going to have to had to get some equipment, you know, and yeah. I told him what we needed and and uh, actually went and bought two cars. Um, one of them, I guess, the one with, that we're racing now, I've been sitting for a while. So we just had some trouble, like um, Master Show and I went bad, and then we had MSD go bad, and then we – we had a wiring problem. Um, Austin and Jamie, we, we just, we couldn't figure out what it was. We changed motors, um, illness, the coils. I mean, you know how that stuff goes. I mean, just chase yeah. the line in. Oh and yeah. Finally, man. You know, finally figured it out. And the first time the cars actually ran to full potential was at rock castle Labor Day weekend. So yeah, it's, uh, Mikey, he always gets onto us. He shakes his head and tells me you're never prepared. Never. Prepared. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just one of the yeah. deals. It just, you, I mean, not that we wasn't trying. We just couldn't figure it out. So Yeah. It, well, it that kind of leads us into into something else, too. You kind of you kind of led us right in that direction with what you just said about Mikey. So, when we had we had Mike on here uh back in the back in the spring, late winter, I guess it was, but um he said he said you he said you basically you don't think about racing at all i mean very very little of your mind is on racing you're focused on running a business and doing all kinds of stuff and work and family and all everything in between uh and he said you're probably you you can correct me if i'm right i think he said something along the lines you're probably the most talented of the of the bunch but you don't you don't put it near as much time and thought into it um in uh so i'm just wondering being being the other marler on dirt racing in the bluegrass live do you have a you have a response to that you do you agree with that or or is he is he right in line with what he said well, there's, there's, it's both ways. Um, yeah. I think I, I do think about racing a lot. Um, I mean, heck, if I financially could just not work and race all the time, you dang straight, that's what I'd be doing. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, um, you know, way back when, you know, I decided I, I'd like to have kids. I mean, heck, the Margaret name's getting a little short, you know, so <laughs> we, <laughs> I, I got to try to carry on this legacy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so I just, you know, kind of, I was actually driving for Ricky and Randy that owns PPM, Ricky, Randy, and Rodney. Um, Ron and Ruth, they're, all of them starts with ours. But uh, <laughs> I, I start, you know, drove for them, and it was actually, you know, a really good ride. And But it yeah. was just wrong timing. Um, you know, whenever I decided, you know, me and my wife, we wanted to have kids. Um, you know, here I'm trying to race. Um we sold our house and was building a house and uh, we'd opened up another car lot and uh, just had a lot of things going on and um, just didn't have my mind. And, you know, I, I pulled out a Smoky Mountain Lucas Oil race and I was thinking about what car side to, to put, what, what color side to put on my yeah. house, you know, so I just didn't oh, have yeah. my head. And, you know, and I, I told them, you know, my head wasn't in it. And, and they told me, you know, if uh, you're not driving it, then we're selling it all. So then they ended up selling it all and, and we're still friends to this day, you know, but, yeah. You know, if I would have come across that deal, you know, this time of my lifetime, you know, it'd be it'd be perfect. Just um, yeah. So I I do think about racing a lot. Um, you know, that's that's all. You know, 
I, I try to not think about it because um, I know that I got to be a grown up here. So yeah. Um, but you know, we, we've always, like I said, heck far I've been been going to the races since I was five, six year old. You know, so um, you know, and I got my my boys now. They're racing go karts. So oh okay. So yeah, that, we've got um, uh, Maverick. He got him a he got him a feature win up there at the at the farm Saturday. But we won't tell too many people. It was just uh, <laughs> just him and his little brother. Nobody else showed up. But he beat his little brother anyway. So, uh, but but they like it. Um, heck, we got a racetrack in our side yard over here. They ride their fullers on and and uh, I mean it don't matter. We're, we're always racing something. We got to kick me, Mikey, and. Um, Cameron and some neighbors here and even my dad we had some RC cars and had a racetrack over my side yard here a couple years ago so oh yeah we're always racing something but you know it's just this and that's a lot why uh, I decided to do the crate deal is because the super late model deal just takes up so much time and it's which all racing does yeah you know I'm not complaining you know you know Jeff Watson Tommy Bailey you know all them guys you know and you know they take up all their spare time yeah. You know, it's, it's a whole nother job and it's, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a lot of work and a lot of people don't realize that, but the super late model deal, you, when you go try to race against guys like my brother and, and Davenport, I mean, they can walk up to the racetrack and the cruise, crew sheets walk, watch the cars going down the racetrack and they just know how to dial it in. I mean, they yeah. just know. And, yeah. you know, they've been there, done that. And in the creeks, the creek stuff, you still have to have a good car. Don't get me wrong, but, mm-hmm. and, and they're hard to win. I mean, You'll hear. Yeah, I couldn't tell you how many races, uh, America, how many times American All Stars been to Lake Kermit, and I haven't won one yet. So it's not like they're easy right. to win. Yeah, but well, um, it, it just it's really tough to do that super late model deal, and it's the the crate deal. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd love the super late model race, but the crate deal, it's more budget friendly, of course. But it just, yeah. it just seems to suit me a little better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think it wasn't really that you didn't. I think when Mikey was talking with us, it wasn't that, that your mind wasn't in the racing deal, but, you know, you being the middle child there, Mikey was the oldest and Cameron was a baby. So them two got to go and race and play and somebody had to work and, and keep the, keep the Marler name going, you know, have kids. And so I guess all that fell on you and it's like, well, you know, now you, you kind of got the, those things in line with, you know, the family and getting your house and everything straight. Now it's like, it's time now for Skylar to race and, and, and have some fun, I guess. Um, yeah. No, you're right. It's, it's better timing for me. Um, it works out great driving for Jamie because, you know, Austin, um, he keeps the car at his house and he keeps it all up. I went up for a few times and, you know, work and, and I don't care, you know, I, I help buy some stuff and I don't charge anything to drive it. You know, we, me and Jamie, we put it all right back into racing what we win. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, me and him's on the same page and I, I you know, I'm hoping we, you know, we get to this winter and get a few things dialed in and, and next year we can have some, have, have some fun. You know, we, we got that blue car, you know, that we're, uh, that I don't really know what we're going to do with it exactly. We had a 525 in it as a Harold Hargrove race. So it was, we didn't handle super motor in it, but we had a little more power anyway, but we're kind of on yeah. the fence. We're kind of wanting to have us a, uh, either a steel block car or a supercar and then also the crate and, but basically race the crate, you know, 80% of the time or something, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of, speaking of the, the 525, I remember and, and really having that conversation with, with Mikey and, 
having on him on here we were talking about you and then we've had other conversations recently like we someone had asked what was your what is your nickname and i remember you having that nickname the tennessee volunteer hadn't heard it in a long time honestly i haven't heard that in, in years it doesn't seem like when i haven't been in the grandstands either but i remember like back around the nasra days that when yeah. when a lot of you guys were running those uh those 525 motors uh was really big in that series kind of what cj based that series around but um you know you had you had some really good you know good good times back then. I mean you were you were fast back then. You've always been fast, but um, you know like I remember the Tennessee Volunteer in some some dominating times around here back during the the Nazra days in a in a super late model at least. Yeah, yeah. Donnie Goo, remember Donnie Goo? Yeah, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he came up with that and he actually made some T-shirts and I had. Uh, you know where we live on the state line we've got you know tennessee kentucky you know back and forth of course i'm a tennessee fan you know so oh man i hate that you know, for you yeah, so. yeah, yeah so my, <laughs> yeah. my cousin worked he works with us there at the car lot and especially during basketball season if tennessee wins i'll get there before him and he gets there early yeah and, <laughs> yeah uh, I'll, I'll roll a speaker outside and i'll put on rocky top and i'll have blue <laughs> i'll make a big deal out of it yeah, so that's, oh, I guess that's how that come about. But yeah, um, going back to the the Nazra days, that was kind of something that uh, Terry English was actually supposed to drive that car, and uh, okay. I don't know what happened. But next thing I know, CJ Rayburn was calling me, and I was going to Florida to race. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So it, it actually had a number ninety six on it for a little while. But uh, well, we got down to East Bay, and we ran uh, we ran third the first night. Uh, won the next night and ran fourth the, the final night, fourth or fifth, somewhere around there. Um, but uh, I, when we went to leave, uh, the guy that drove me down, he actually got a job working for somebody down there. So he was staying in Florida, and I went over and told Raver, and I was like, um, Brian, he just he quit. He says he's staying down here. <laughs> I said, I don't have nobody to drive me home. He's like, well, son, you can drive a race car. Show it a goodness you can drive that holler. So, <laughs> so, by the time i got to about atlanta i was a truck driver you know <laughs> right yeah 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 figured it out by atlanta well it's yeah. a good thing you figured it out by then because uh atlanta can be sketchy driving driving through anyways so yeah it's a that's a that's a good thing you figured it out yeah that was a fun year you know we run them uh back then we run them 525s nobody run the 85 um we run it on pump gas um, the tire roll was 1600 scruffs rear and 1350s on the front. We oh, had yeah. about six tires in a tire rack. <laughs> so we didn't have no money. Me and Roe Robbie Floyd, and we just, uh, if there was a race, we was headed to it. We raced, I don't know, I think I raced 55 times that year, I think is what I'd raced. And, and we had like 15, 16 feature wins. So we had a we had a really good year with um, with practically nothing, honestly. And yeah, we just... Uh, Robbie Floyd here, he's he's messing yeah. just trying to tell them boys how many motorcycles we done that season, yeah. Skyler. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that I had to I had to pull that up there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we we tore up a few, that's for sure. But uh <laughs> um he uh Rayburn he had uh, he had, had one and, and basically ours was lapped out and uh and Rayburn going going back and looking at it, we're kinda in that situation now. I mean Nobody, I mean, not I say nobody, but a lot of people can afford those motors, and you know, not everybody can just go out and buy a whiteboard anymore, you know. Yeah. So, but you know, that's exactly what I. I mean, the other night at, at Lake Cumberland, I had a, 
a stock 525 and that's what i had in you know when we run second you know and then everybody kept yeah. telling me well you know if your car if you had a little more motor i believe you won and that wasn't really the case my car just needed to be a little better the motor wasn't a problem you know josh was just a little better than we were but yeah. but uh, yeah. you know we're there needs to be something done in racing as far as as the motors go and i don't you know, regionally anyway. You know, I well, that's kind of what I was wondering about, you know, because I, I think CJ's sort of vision behind that, if I remember correctly, was to, like I said, base that series around the 525s and give, give regional racers uh, sort of another option, base the rules around giving an advantage, uh, some advantage to those motors, uh and just sort of provide a a, a sort of you know because you got crates today but i just wonder is there something in between that we could do for regional late model racing because we see national racing is thriving i mean you know there's great racing nationally cars showing up everywhere probably more competition nationally than there's ever been before while local and regional is just going i mean it's it's next to going away. I mean, it's tough on guys right now. Yeah. I wonder, is there something that I wish there's something that could be done. I think they are. I think that the, um, the steel box stuff that they do, um, but because here's the situation with crates. I mean, let's be honest. How many people shows up to watch crates? You know, everybody wants to hear the rumble and the sound of a super late. Yeah, I know. know. You're right. I'm one of them. I mean, you know, these crate cars sound way better than they used to, but they just, and honestly, we turned, you know, I seen Justin Smith at Ponderosa last year. He had a fast time and late models at Ponderosa. He sure did. Yeah. And I was, and I was like fifth quick. So (laughs) it ain't that they really, it ain't that they really go that much slower. They just, yeah, they just ain't as cool. So, yeah. Yeah. We talked about that not long ago. I mean, I think when it like what we miss and I heard Mark Martin talk about that even with NASCAR now. You know, he said they've they've tuned these cars down in NASCAR even so much where, you know, NASCAR cars don't even sound the same. They've took so much horsepower away from even them. And Mark was saying, I just miss the, the just the raw sound of that open motor going down a racetrack. And, like, when it comes to supers versus crates, I think, Wes, as fans, like, you guys, this is – that's what we miss is just that thump and that – that thunder under your feet the sound of of an open super late model motor um is, is really when it comes to that's what we miss when, when when it comes between crates crates put on a great show mm-hmm. you just don't have the sound and yeah, there's, exactly. there's nothing like standing there when when the cars are fixing to leave you know to go to the lineup shoot boom i mean firing up and, yeah. and that that gets that gets you going you know yeah. and and that's what you're right scholar i mean we we love you know the crate 604 pro late model racing it, it's really really good competition and, and the more cars that's being built you know it's just making it that much better and us as fans yes we do love that but you know, you take it a step more with with the super racing, and and that's you know that's what we what we really want. But I mean, you got to say though, especially like last year, this year, the crate racing across the across the country has just been really really good. Whether it is you know local regional, whether it's the series that we have, there's you know three or four crate series that that do a good job 
Um, but as far as affordability, that's that's where it is local and regional right now. Where yeah. you know super stuff is thriving, but you know regional's tough, and more so you know national level. You look at you know Lucas Oil, World Outlaws, XR. You know stuff's really good there, but it's really tough local and regional. Uh, just you know, just to back to the money issue. Yeah, when you when you see a national um, truck and trailer going on the road, if you count what's inside the the, the trailer, I mean, you're looking in the truck. You're looking at a million bucks going down the road. Never been <laughs> yeah. it. You know, That's exactly I mean, right. So, and, you know, like, you know, the motors are $45,000. So $45,000, I mean, that's hard enough to come up with once. What if you blow it up or, yeah. you, you know, that that's the problem. But, you know, like, you know, like my crate car, you know, it's about a $25,000 car race ready. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it, it could go anywhere in the country and win. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's capable of that, but. Right. You know, the steel block deal like they do, um, they do around here. I, I really can't believe that it hasn't took off more here where we live because, you know, they run a 362 um, steel block. It's got to be 23 degree. And, you know, them and them motors are, can be expensive. I mean, they're, they're $25,000, but it ain't yeah. $45,000. Yeah. Um, Still. Yeah. And the, they got that cool sound and they go fast. So, yeah. I don't know why. You know, I don't know if that is the solution, but, but, you know, then that's kind of what we talked about. We talked about if we buy, say, you know, a really good run on 362 steel block motor, we can go to Lake Cumberland, Richmond, um, Ponderosa is kind of iffy because sometimes Ponderosa takes some motor. Yeah. Uh, we, we can go to uh, Wartburg. You've got I 75, Smoky Mountain. You know, they have all them steel block races. Yeah. I mean, hey, Eldora's got a steel block race this year, you know, at the dirt yeah, track. Yeah, I saw so, that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we and Jamie, we're foaming out the mouth. We're trying to come up with something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. We get, we take the 525, but I don't think it's got enough power to keep up up there. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know the solution to it, you know, and, you know, even like the modified deal, the modified, I've seen some comments here lately about how much the modifieds are, you know, and the modified that I was driving there, um, uh, the guy I drove for, he bought him a new Longhorn. You know, I mean, that's a seventy thousand dollar race car. Yeah. You know, that's you know, and, and modifieds. You know, yeah. I, heck, I remember when I when I had a modified. I don't think I had twenty thousand in it race ready. You know, but <laughs> yeah. Right. But you know, I don't know the the ins and outs or what a person needs to do. I'm not a promoter. I don't own any. I'm just a racer. But we can all yeah. see that something needs to be. Some somebody needs to step up and, and try to do something. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Like you just feel like at some point somebody's going to have to come together do something make a decision now because the the forecast doesn't look good and like the longer we keep it going if something doesn't change it's it's just it's gonna it's not gonna get better with what we're trying to do right now one thing i've heard i've saw i've seen a couple comments here um on our on our show and I've saw I've seen a lot of this uh, on just Facebook posts and people talking about it. So I want to I want to talk about this real quick too, because one of the suggestions people seem to have when it comes to not just late model racing but just racing in general is decrease the winning purse amount, right? Instead of paying fifteen thousand to win, pay seven thousand to win, and pay more through the field. Like I, I've heard I heard someone say, pay. 5,000 to win and pay a 1,000 a, a to start. 
My only concern with that is, though, when it comes to supers, even with supers, with where they are now, what it costs to race them, I mean, is is a thousand dollars to start? Like you're still, you're talking about million dollars going down the road. Yeah, it ain't there. Yeah, Josh Rice is not getting his car out of the trailer for five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's just it. Them super shows should pay minimum of, of ten. You know, and I don't right. know if they're talking about rates or what they're talking about, but as far as super late model goes, minimum ten thousand. Yeah, you know. You know, you can do a thousand to start or whatever. I don't really know, but, but, you know, the, the crate deals. You know, I think the crate purse is awesome right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're racing for five thousand this weekend. You know, I think, um, you know, you, you know, they had that pretty much. You can go race for twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars almost every weekend in a in a crate car. You'll find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I think the crate the crate is spot on. Everything that the American All Stars doing and, and everybody's doing. I mean, they, I don't think they could do it any better. You know, yeah. But as far as super late model goes, you know, basically what you, what we're, what's going to happen if we don't watch it, you're going to have Lucas Oil and Ward Outlaws, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to go see, it's going to be like NASCAR. You know, if you want to go see a, a super late model show, you're going to have to go find one of them series and, and go watch. Right. Which you, you know that might be the best. I don't, I don't really I don't really know, but yeah, but sure. Let's talk to me. That's where it's headed. That's you know? my concern too. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. And then it's like, okay, if that ends up being the case, what, you know, what what is the answer for our local tracks? You know, for example, the Butterball, the Harold Hardgrove, all those. I mean, eventually, you know, do they become a crate show? I mean, the, where does that head? You know, in 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 five years, ten mm-hmm. years, you know, relatively short amount of time, because that's that's my fear. Um, as well as uh, it gets to the point to where there's not enough i mean we're to the point now to where west we talk about it all the time if you these bigger paying shows you're talking about 15 20 thousand to win and we're sitting here saying man if we can, if they can get 20 cars 25 cars that'll be a good field and it's not going to yeah. get any better i mean five years from now what are we going to be saying if they can get 10 man we're yeah let's get 10 yeah i mean that's not what we want i don't think and it's it's tough. It's because you look, you know, with with Iron Man like Model Series and Ultimate Heart of America. I mean, those guys are busting their tails, working so hard and putting on good shows, but to just the car counts just ain't there for for what they're doing and you know, even I mean they they some high paying shows and it's tough, like you said, just to get, you know, you're like and we'd be lucky to get 20, 25 cars. Um, but that's just that's just where we're at, you know, locally and regionally, and it's tough. Not that they don't put on a good show, but no. you talk like back in when we when we did talk about all the bluegrass, heck far. They would be, you know, 40, 50, 60 late models show up for a three thousand to win show back then. Yeah. And, and you know, Skylar, you remember that. And yeah, I re- I remember going to Lake, Lake Kermelin. Um, they paid fifteen hundred to win, and they was like forty-one late models. Yeah, and it, you didn't know who's going to show up. Best of the best roll in there, you know, run for fifteen hundred that night and run fifteen thousand the next. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. I just we just got to stay positive, keep supporting supporting our local, regional, our series, you know, but you got to keep moving in the right direction because I definitely don't want to see it go completely away. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I think it's just a lot of the the world we live in, you know. Too, it's just you know, um, you know, I had a soda truck today, and it was almost thirty thousand dollars. It was a three quarter ton gas truck with one hundred seventy five thousand miles, and this truck's almost thirty grand. You know? <laughs> oh man, I know. <laughs> who, yeah. who would have thought that? You know, it's just, yeah. I think it's just the world we live in, and I don't know that it that it can be fixed. And like you said, the this you know Chris Till and them guys, they're doing all they can do. You know, yeah, sure. You know, yeah. they're, they're begging for, for cars, you know, but, you know, honestly, you mentioned, um, you know, just having 10 late models. If you take the crates out, there, there's probably only 10 supers. Well, that's, that's been the case a time or two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And especially at some of these places, you take the, you take the crates and the steel blocks out, you know, like in some of these places that run, run some of both that you, you you're definitely right uh, on that and you know in in some places like uh we've talked about this before Wes like um like southern Ohio uh like it is you know southern Indiana I mean you can you can get a few more late models it seems like for those shows around there um just because I think there's still right now more late models in that area than than there are down here but eventually as the trend keeps going that's that's just gonna i mean it's not going up like there there can't be more people regionally and locally getting into super late model races than there are guys falling out that's just not the way it's working so i don't know if there's a solution but and um, then you talk to some guys that that they're like i'm not gonna go down and run a crate i'm either gonna run a super or not race at all yeah. You know, I, I've heard that this year, and it's yeah. like, well, there may come a time that you have to have to buy your crate motor and and put that in, and because you're not going to have a, you know, unless you want to jump on a touring series or run a handful of races with, you know, Lucas or or World Outlaws. I don't yeah. know. Michael Chilton's a. Uh... You know, he, he's just exactly what you said. I've told him, man. I said, you're going to get you a crate car. And he's like, I'll quit before I drive a crate car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if Michael Chilton's got a crate car, he's racing for 5000 this weekend. I know, man. You know, instead, Michael Chilton's got to go race against Lucas Olgas. Yeah, I know. You know I, ain't, I ain't saying he can't do it, but um, Michael Chilton drives a truck every day. Yeah. Mike Marler's up here got his shocks and springs tore apart working on them every day. <laughs> that's the that's the difference you know you can right how yeah. how's how's he gonna i mean there ain't no doubt michael can probably drive just as good as any of them but yeah you know he's uh he's shifting gears all day every day so yeah he's uh yeah that's, Be- that's the stuff you get into you know like this crate deal you can you can work during the week and, and go race for five thousand on the weekend you know so so it's uh it's where it's headed you know it's yeah the crates grow, they're growing more and more. You know, I wouldn't yes. doubt that. How many cars do you think late from on a half Saturday? I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say 30. That's I'm, 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 yeah. I'm thinking 30, 35. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, I, I think that's about right. You know, yeah. And, and what you like about that crate car is for what I like about it is, is all the little things you can do to make it go faster, you know, Right. setup wise because that car has to be it has to be tight but it can't be too tight it's gonna be free enough to keep keep speed right. you know to keep momentum so yeah you know it's there's a lot of things you can do to that motor that's got 430 horsepower 
you know, car-wise, to make your car handle better and go faster, you know, carry speed. Right. But, you know, getting I'm getting off subject there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's um, just what you said, Wes. You know, there's all these guys that don't have that says, I, ain't, I won't race a crate, but – and I was one of those guys. You know, oh, I really? That, but, yeah, heck, when I got him one, and I told Michael this just the other day, me and him talk, we talk on Mondays. I told him, and we're going to have to get his podcast going. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys just come on ours. Don't don't get another yeah. one going. Yeah, they'll put us out of business, Wes. We can't have, we can't have them two getting, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like us competing against, uh, you know, the Scott Boinquist social hour, happy hour, whatever you will call it. We can't compete with that. So, no, you yeah. guys just keep coming yeah. on ours off and on. We got plenty of screen room here. Yeah, you all just, yeah, yeah, just uh, just hop on board. We'll happily move over. and, and uh, you, you can just you can just drive them so hard and race so hard. Um, it's actually pretty fun. I mean, you wouldn't. You go watch it on camera. Dag on them, things look like you're going around pretty slow. But when you're in them, it feels like you sure are going fast. So, yeah. I, I imagine it does, and I've said that for a long time too. Like, like Michael Chilton, for example, you, um, all of you guys that we've watched for years in supers, I have honestly over the last couple of years around here, I feel like it took a while for crate racing to really kind of take off here, and it seems that way with everything here in Central Kentucky. It seems like it takes just a little bit longer for everything to take off than it does other places, like down in east tennessee and you know around there uh like we talked about indiana ohio some of those places but as you guys venture over the crates i think it has helped the fan response to crate late model racing like it's it's definitely better now than it was two or three years ago people are coming out now a whole lot more than they were just a short period of time and if guys like michael chilton go to a crate you guys can put on a show whether you're in a super or you're in a crate it don't matter and i think people are going to show up to watch it yeah yeah no i I agree with you it's growing and i think a lot of that you know is just this american all-stars that's really opened it up i mean it opened my eyes up um yeah actually my car the 50 cent car that i had last year i had a uh, d3 ford super motor in it and um i raced it once and uh i said i'm thinking in the back of my mind if this thing blows up i'm done i'm out <laughs> so it was fresh it ran good and then frank hickenez bought it off of me and uh i put that crate motor in there and hit hard i mean the first weekend we raced for five grand you know yeah so, yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of hooked you know at what can I do to to make this thing just a little faster? It's kind of what I'm always thinking on it. And, you know, everybody thinks we've got 750 horsepower. And I think Jamie thought I was one of those guys too. But, you know, I, I told Jamie, I was like, there's no way in heck that I'm cheating one of the motors up because, I, I mean, it's not happening. It's not right. in me. <laughs> we'll do everything we can do to make it faster. I said, but it's got to be legal. So, yeah. So, but they're fun. I mean, they're or I guarantee you, if we have Michael Shilton in there this weekend in a in a six oh four, you know we you know we could have some fun. So yeah, yeah, I we, think so. We, we've got to get him in one. I I know I know Chilton's been he's been a super driver from day one, but I think uh, I think we keep persuading him. Maybe we get him get him in. I think. One. Everybody, everybody listening to this show right now, we've we've got quite a few people on here right now. Everybody listening to this show right now, 
Send send Michael Chilton a message on Facebook and tell him we need you in a crate. Just send it right now, and uh, let, let's see if we let's see if we can't get that that motion going right now. Go ahead, send him a message on Facebook. Say we need yeah. you in a crate. That's all you got to say. If he gets, uh, let's say seventy people send him that message, he'll think what in the world is happening. But we might get somewhere. I think it'd be fun. I really do. I mean, I I would I would enjoy it. And I know I mean, he's raced one of the time. You know, he he's raced yeah. them a couple of times. But, he has. You know, not just to, <clears throat> hey, jump in the car and, and go. You know, We're talking about deals. a commitment to it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got what? You got Rattler from one now. You know, he raced. Yeah. got Tommy Randall, Bale. Bailey. Yeah. Boy, Watson. Me and Justin, or Dustin, or, yeah, Dustin Limbo, we actually talked about the, uh, you know, he's like, heck, I might just give it to my super stuff and just focus on this crate deal. I mean, heck, yeah. I can. You know, and, you know, he's another, there's another prime example of the super late model. You know, yeah. it's just a motor situation. You know, he lost his motor and, you know, what do you do? You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you, gotta, unless you go, can go to the freezer and get 45 grand out of there every time, um, it, it's it's a little hard to do. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. posted the MCM Michael Chilton Motorsports page. Don't don't message that page. I don't even think he I don't even think he knows that page. He don't fool with that. <laughs> send him a message on his Facebook profile, Michael Chilton. Send him a personal message, not not to the page, because he he won't he might not see it there. But if you got his cell person. phone number, text him right now. Yeah, so if you got his say, cell phone number, text him. Hey, we're giving him. you a little <laughs> shout out, Chilton, the wild child. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's great. He's gonna he's gonna love it. My, my phone's probably blowing up now. No, yeah, he's a, he's asleep. It's nine o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> he gets up about four thirty five thirty in the morning, I believe. Yeah. Oh okay. Well, yeah. he'll get him in the morning then. It'll be all right. He'll get him. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got to be friends. I tell you how we got to be buddies is um, we was actually racing uh, uh we was doing a Nazareth deal and we was at Lake Kermelin. And uh, I won on Friday night. It was the, I don't know, I think it was the Lake Kerman Classic and then the Harold Hargrove. I don't really remember how that went, but I'd mm-hmm. won on Friday night and uh, Justin Ratliff was leading and I passed him. And, you know, th- back then he had a Bloomquist car, you know. And here I just had this old 525 and a Rayburn, right? Yeah. Well, so the next night, um, same scenario, I'd caught Ratliff and he was leading and I, I'd done an old dirty slider on him and didn't clear him. And, and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I go about beat my carburetor off, but um, so I had to go to the back. <laughs> uh, come back. I was coming back to the front, and I'd slid Michael, and uh, felt like it was a pretty clean slide job, you know. And I was driving the guys modified after the after the late model features over with. I ended up finishing second. Greg Johnson won, and I'm going down the back straight on this modified, trying to get my helmet all buckled, my seatbelts tightened up, you know, because I'm starting on the front row of this modified race too, and. Uh, Michael Chilton, he was giving me uh he was giving me some hand signals down the back straight away. <laughs> he told me he was number one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I got his number there and I called him. I was like, Hey man, I said, uh I don't really understand why you're mad at me. He's like, I went back and watched the video. You didn't do nothing wrong. I was just frustrated because you passed me. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So ever since then we we've been actually we've been really good friends. We we've had kids around the same time and Yeah. And uh we talk a lot so we actually don't really talk about racing a whole lot but but just kind of just kind of buddies you know yeah yeah well, that's and good that's, that's good when y'all a lot of times are racing racing against each other nine times out of ten you're right parked right next to each other in the 
in the pit area. So that's good too. Kind of help yeah. each other a little bit. Yeah, we we let the kids and stuff all. We let them hang out and play and all that jazz. But uh, yeah, we yeah. got a other up there at the Harold Hargrove race, so that was fun. And um, so I don't I don't get I don't pass him very much, but sometimes we got I got to rub it in when I do. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, I imagine being being friends with someone it has to makes it uh, just a little bit more fun to to when you when you end up on the on the right side of the the deal for the night anyways it has to make it a little more fun yeah we um it does it does and it don't because i used to race him a whole lot harder than i do now i'm now i'm afraid to take him out or he's, he's probably the same way against me but um it, it it's like it's almost like racing one of my brothers you know like mikey he's got all the pressure on him you know because i want to uh, beat him yeah yeah but, but then he's worried about his little brother the whole time you know so yeah and that's how it is with cameron you know cameron i'm i can't even really focus when i race against him because i'm scared that something's going to happen to him you know so yeah but that's uh when you race against your friends it's it is fun um but uh it's a whole lot cleaner racing anyway we'll say that yeah when you get maki in a crate too at some point just uh just to come down here and get oh, it, get yeah in the crate <laughs> get dirty you know just have some fun yeah, I mean, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, he can't. I, he would probably win. He, he wins. Uh, literally, everything I've seen him do as far as racing goes, he wins. So, yeah, he, we can get on a video game and he'll take off and just, you know, <laughs> just natural, you know. So I haven't played in ten years, and it's yeah. like you just come out and yeah, yeah. I know people like that too. That's funny. really. Yeah. Well, something, something you know, you was talking about big weekend at, at Lake Cumberland this weekend. So you got the big hobby stock race, too. I'd say your dad's probably chomping at the bit, ready for it. Yeah, he's uh, – they had a little incident the last time they raced up there. So he's uh, – uh, Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's on the frame rack, and he's uh, – they, they've been working really hard. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he's – he, he looks forward to that every year, you know, and it's, um, that's such a good class, you know, because, I love it. because them guys, um, them cars where they're on them tires, they just don't handle good. And they're, they're honestly, they're about to wreck every lap. Yeah. Cause they handle so bad, you know, just cause they have no tire on them. And them guys, it's amazing. If you go back and you think about when they first started racing those up there to now, how much faster that they are, how hard they're driving them and, yeah. and not to, our count all right yeah oh yeah yeah they've been having 20 plus i think about lake Kermit. i think they had like 28 or 29 of them there one night so yeah it's yeah. a it, it's a good class um you know we got to remember that they're called hobby stocks it's supposed to be for a hobby right uh, right and it does only pay 400 to win so but, <laughs> yeah so you know there's you know they had that incident the last time it was just you know they're both just racing hard you know but um they're so fun to watch and he scares me you know he's 65 year old now so um right. you know he uh he gives it his all out there that's for sure and you know i'm fortunate that he lets us get out and you know if 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 anybody really knew how hard that guy worked for us for his kids you know he don't do it for him you know um he just uh he's just a really good guy and a, and a good dad you know he just he takes care of us, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's well, you, awesome. I mean, you look 
fifteen hundred to win Saturday mm-hmm. night. It wouldn't surprise me if there's thirty in the house. You know, at, at uh, Lake Cumberland on on Saturday, hobby stocks. That's that's. I think it's a hundred lapper. If I'm not yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, uh, I think he won it last year actually. So um, he'll uh, he'll be trying to redeem himself this year. He hasn't won yeah. one at Lake. I didn't re- I didn't realize that, but yeah, I guess that's I guess that's true, and it's kind of kind of crazy too. I know he won one at um, at Thunder Mountain, and he's won a, he's won a few others, but he at Ponderosa, but he won at Thunder Mountain. I got to interview him there uh, that night, and uh, so that was that was cool. I imagine it's got you talked about racing with your brothers, being there at the racetrack with your brothers, but it's got to be like what's it what's it like for you being there with your dad, helping him watching him all that what's what's that like well it's you know like i said i've been going up there he started racing in 91 you know in them same cars and, and them camaro yeah. you know and I, i've got to watch him race against tom kurt singer and joey daniels and you know all those guys um so what's really cool about it now is you see him you know we lettered that car up that, that looks like his car from 1991 oh okay and, yeah i knew that that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's painted like that. So now, to top it all off, um, my boys help him on that car all night. So oh, now yeah. My dad race, and I'm sitting there looking at them, checking his air pressure and putting his mud caps on, things like that. And that's things that I did when I was their age. Yeah. You know, so. That is, that's cool. Yeah, it's neat if, you know, it's just our, our whole our whole racing family. I mean, we get along really well. We all live right here in the same street, you know, um, we're fortunate enough to, to be able to get a race and, and have a lot of fun doing it. So, so it's uh, and it makes dad proud. You know, he, he just seen, see us go race and, and win as him, as him to yeah. race. There's a lot of times we have to be like, Oh, you should go race. But yeah, you know, he feels like that he should go work versus having fun, but now uh, he'll have his game face on up there Saturday. So oh, uh, he'll he'll be. Yeah. I bet he's. I bet he's been been focused all week. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll um, he got him some. Uh, he has eye surgery there last year, LASIK eye surgery, so he can see a little better now. But uh, he's uh, that was his big adjustment this winter. He said. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's well, uh, that's good. Well, I heard now. I I imagine you talking about going to the races with your dad uh and being there i mean are you you mentioned he's 65 now he's still out there willing to race car you're out there helping him back in 91 uh are you are you a little protective over him because i wasn't there but i heard you might have got a little heat you mentioned the little ends of run-in you might have got a little heated there a saturday night too if i don't know i wasn't there but that's that's just what a little birdie told me you know the the wreck didn't bother me actually the wreck <laughs> it is what it is he, uh, um, they were just racing hard, right? But yeah. his, he gets a little love tap every now and then, and he gets hit pretty hard, just, you know, and I'm just like, it hurts his back, right? Oh, I got you. So I just told Craig, and I'm like, man, every time you hit him like that, it, it kills his back, just kind of ease up, or he is 65-year-old, which is <laughs> pre-game or whatever, you know, so it's where yeah. that bumper out, you know, that's actually what had me more frustrated. Than oh, me. yeah. Well, it, you know, you you look at it. So, you know, I, I look at it. I've got a younger brother. So, 
you know, emotions going to run, run high when, you know, you're racing with your brother or, you know, they're racing and you're watching in there. But then when it comes old dad out there, I guess that, that, uh, those emotions go a little bit higher and, uh, they, they kind of, <laughs> they kind of got the best of you there Saturday. I but, could imagine yeah. it would. Yeah. <laughs> I think you probably done that without thinking that might've been one of them out of body. Cause I was looking, I'm like, here goes Skylar. Where's he going? <laughs> hit the door and run back in the infield. I'm like, Oh God. But it is what it is. You know, when I walked up Craig, you know, he, <laughs> he took the helmet off and, you know, he, he probably, you know, he probably rung his bell a little bit when he wrecked, honestly. I mean, it was a <laughs> but the thing about those guys. Is, uh, says he was the first guy to come check on him. Yeah, <laughs> he was. <laughs> Craig and, and Chad, I mean, they they take it serious. I and mean, we all take it serious. We all want to win, right? Um, but they make that hobby stock class. You know, they make it really competitive. You know, there is what makes it. They make everybody thrive to go back to try to make their cars faster. So that's yeah. that's why I tell everybody. I said you got to have the twenty nine car there to to make the hobby stock right. You know that that's what makes that class. You know, and yeah, I've got a. You all know Randy Hacker that's got the yeah. He's got Cameron's wrap on there now. He's, yeah, I he's, love he's, it. Yeah. So I've known Randy for a long time, and that's all he talks about is a hobby stock. I mean, he loves it, and Randy's one of these guys where he's kind of in and out of hobbies, and yeah. he's re- he's really stuck to this one. So, you know, I'm <laughs> outside looking in. All these guys, you know, Chad and Randy and my dad. I mean, they are really they're way more serious than they probably should be if them hobby stocks. But heck, far they like all of us. They just love it, you know. That class, I'm telling you. I mean, that is that is the the funnest. That's that's the best class at Lake Cumberland Speedway, hands down. And, you know, all them guys, you know, I love them all. And they race hard. They work hard. You know, they work Mm -hmm. 40, 50, 60 hours a week, got a job, and then work on that race car every time they got a second. And I'm telling you, the action, and, and, I mean, it don't matter if they're racing for 400 or 1,500. They're going to race every lap like it's their last and race hard and that's what we love about it if yeah. you know you look up in the stands now um when it's hobby stock feature time there's still a lot of high end sitting up there so yeah. exactly so that tells you that the racing is pretty good and it's well, yeah you know it's uh you know craig they talked to you know maybe you know like uh about the the crate late model stuff you know and it's just that i'm telling you if if my dad didn't have a hobby stock I would be up there this weekend in a hobby stock racing for that hundred that that fifteen. <laughs> yeah. They look like they're that fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you was you mentioned there about Randy with with Cameron's wrap. I saw that. And I thought this is great. Yeah. It, it was that was really fun. Yeah. See, see that you know, Bill Steen shocks ninety nine on the car. And, uh, it was it's really cool yeah. to see. Yeah, he's uh he's uh he's really got to where he can drive that car really good. He's uh impressed me on I was watching him qualify up there at Lake Cumberland and uh I was uh thinking, I was like, Dad go on this guy I remember when he drove a Chevette and he couldn't line up, you know, and he's willing, <laughs> willing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, couldn't line it up. 
All right, Wes. I know I told you I'd let you drive tonight, but I ain't staying on here till eleven o'clock. It's getting close to my bedtime. So I know it is. Drive, drive us, drive us home here, buddy. I know if it's up to you, we'd be on here till midnight. Let's jump in. Josh Chastain has to get his beauty sleep. Yeah, he has to exactly have at least right eight hours of sleep, and then when he wakes up, he's got to drink about two pots of coffee. Yeah, I mean he's You're, he's. He's got it down to science. But You're spot yeah, we, on. We can't stay yeah. on here all night, but um, Skylar, we just want to thank you for for coming on and uh, give you opportunity. I know, I know you you got a great family that supports you, but uh, go ahead and thank your sponsors that helped you get it get it done each and every week. Yeah, well, we gotta we gotta thank the old car owner for sure. You know, uh, Superior Drywall. That's that's his business and. Yeah. Austin works for him, so sometimes he might let Austin leave work and go work on the race car. So, <laughs> so yeah, got to thank Austin, Jamie, and, and Brandon, and, and, and JJ, um, all them guys that help on the car. Um, let's see, we got Steve Caton. Um, you know, he's on a car there. Right? Um, he's a big help. Um, Billstein Shocks, some guys down there, they're they're really good help. Profab headers, uh, excess batteries. Um, well, I think that's about it. I think I got everything. Oh, all the guys in at Longhorn, you got to appreciate them. You, them guys are top notch. You called in or order some stuff, they'll get you took care of. So, so yeah, and I appreciate you guys and American All Stars. Brandon Hardgrove, I think Brandon, we we've left him plumb out here for for putting, yeah. putting on this show. I mean, heck, Fari, he's always paying paying some money for us to go out there and have some yeah. fun. So, so I like to thank him and appreciate you guys for what you guys have been doing for us. Well, you're very welcome. We we loving it and uh had a good year. I know I know we still got still got a little little time left this season, but it is absolutely flew by. I mean you look at this year and how many I don't know how many races we've been to this year, but it's probably been a record year and just having fun doing doing what we're doing and and you know, we can't do it without, you know, our sponsors, our fans, our drivers, our promoters, our track owners, you know, just just having a blast doing it and uh, loving every minute of it. Yep. Well, I guess that'll, that'll conclude uh, our segment here with <laughs> the Tennessee Volunteer, Skylar Marler. He'll be wheeling that 257 car on Saturday night at Lake Cumberland Speedway. American All-Stars, 5,000 to win. Hopefully putting that baby in victory lane. Yeah, I'm um, hope, hoping I get yeah. to talk to for the race. So, Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll keep a, It should be a, should be a dandy. Um, I, and, and I, 30, 35 uh, crates should be in the house and uh, every one of them capable of winning it. So should be a, should be a great show on Saturday night. Oh yeah, you're gonna have all your locals, and of course, um, you got Zach Sauce. We're going to put Zach Sauce in his place, or you're going to, have to put him second on back somehow. Another here, so he's definitely they they call him Mister Kentucky for a reason. I still call him Goldilocks, but uh, yeah. <laughs> man, he's <laughs> hey, been hot. He's been hot down there this year in that yeah, nine car. Him and you got you got the low and Deets. All them guys have been they've been running well. You know, like I said, we got Limble. I'm sure Bailey will be there, and and Watson yeah. and. So um, this is going to be uh, uh, Ross White. He texts me over. He bought Mikey's old Longhorn, so he'll be up there this weekend. Is Ross so coming. I've not watched Ross White 
race and gosh, it's been, I don't know, been a couple of years, yeah, but I, yeah. I did see that he had, I didn't know whose car he had bought, but I seen that he was, he was back, uh, back in a car and, uh, that's good to see. Uh, yeah, he, how many years has it been? Probably five or six years. I would say, yeah, something like that. Something yep. like that. I can remember, I can remember him racing, you know, all over Kentucky and Tennessee. Um, well, that's good. Should be a should be a stacked field of cars. Yeah, um, get get all the fans out there, get all the support we can get. I think it'll be a weather looks good, so should should be no excuses here. We should have a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, I think all all the fields will have uh, have good car counts this weekend. Yeah, looking forward to it. I'm with you. I think it'll be uh, a I think it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> and. Wes is going to be there. Are you doing victory lane interviews again? Are you going to? You going I don't to know. It's it's Brandon? a good possibility. Yeah. I've done had people asking if I was going to do do victory lane or if I was going to be in the tower announcing, singing the national anthem. You just never know. You yeah. never know what what's going to happen. I <clears throat> I just hope everything works out. I can be there. That's the plan. I got to work on Saturday, so I'll be rolling in on two wheels if if everything works out and I can make it. But. That's the plan, anyway. That World Wide West will be there at Lake Cumberland Speedway on Saturday I, with all my rowdy friends. Yeah, <laughs> with all your rowdy friends. Yeah, I'm sitting there looking west at that uh, piano in the background. I'm you're singing a national anthem. You got to. I mean, you the next Morgan Wallen or what we got here? Everybody's wanting me to play that piano. I've had text messages, people messaging on here. My mommy tried to teach me how to play the piano many, many, many moons ago. Now, I can sing, but I can't play no instrument. If I if I was able to play a guitar and, and play a piano, I probably wouldn't be on a podcast. I'd be I'd be in Nashville, but that never go. worked out. So now I'm I'm on a on a podcast, dirt racing in the bluegrass live and loving every minute of it. Well, that's easy. All you got to do is sing and just act like you play the guitar, right? Yeah, just do this right here. <laughs> no, I, had, I, no, I heard him singing on the way to – I heard him singing country music on the way to Eldora last, a couple of weeks ago. I, he didn't have no shot at Nashville. He might make it at Rockcastle for the national anthem, but – I had no, no shot. No shot. None. Yeah, just stick to a dirt racing podcast. You'll be all right. I'm going to stick to it. Well, John Sandlin says Josh looks sleepy. Y'all call each other all night and let him go to bed. <laughs> so, yeah, if it's up to West. That's what it. That's what it'd come down to, no doubt. Oh uh, shoot! Well, thanks again, Skyler, for uh, coming on our <laughs> show tonight, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday night. Yeah, for sure, buddy. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Good luck this weekend. Uh, thanks. All right, the Tennessee Volunteer, Skylar Marler. Fun show, Josh. Just tickled to have him on. And uh, like I said, that was funny. A couple of weeks ago, he uh, he told me he was mad at me and uh, yeah. wanted to come on the show. So <laughs> um, just cool to get to talk to him. And uh, now yeah. we're going to have to have David and Cameron on the show. We've had Mikey and Skylar. We, mm-hmm. we don't want them two to be, be left out. So uh, we'll have to find a show to have both of them on and complete the the Marler family. Yeah, maybe at some point we could add that to our list, you know, and just have the um, go to them, 
you know, he said they all live there on the same street. I mean, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Just go to them and uh, get them all in one room. They've got a shop there. We've got the equipment here to be able to do it, and just uh, just sit there and talk to talk to all of them. That'd I think really that'd be cool. a fun fun conversation. Maybe maybe we can add that to our our to do list for this uh, this off season. On maybe maybe do that in the winter. That that would yeah. be fun. Go yeah. down and and uh, and visit with them and just talk racing and uh, that would be a that'd be a cool deal. Yeah, let's add this add that to our to our list of uh, show ideas. Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a lot of fun. It really would, no doubt about it. But yeah, good to cool to have him on here. Um, like I said, I mean I've watched him I've watched him race for years and he's always been able to wheel a race car with the with the best of them. You know, it's funny he says. Uh, you know, just just really a, a different path when it comes down to it. You know, decided yeah. to have kids and and have a you know have a family and and I I think he's right. Like I, I mean, most people don't realize the amount of time and effort uh, in racing in general. You know, especially when your kids are a certain age and and uh, I, you know I'm because in any that's with anything you do. I mean, you yeah. know, I've got a I've got a seven year old right now that plays. Uh, you know soccer and baseball at the same time he plays soccer baseball basketball um you know just a lot going on and a lot of things you don't want to miss out on and like sometimes you have to make a you have to make a choice you know for yourself to not miss out on those important years um so but he he definitely has the the talent and the skill and the knowledge and support there with his family, you know, he, if he chose the other path, he probably could have done anything he, he wanted to do. I mean, that's exactly could, right. You know, I think it's easy to say that he would, he could, if he could have been, um, you know, where, where Mike is now, there'd be yeah. two Marlers to deal with on the national scene. Yeah. But, very, uh, you know, very, very possible. And, and it's, it is cool. And, and I know we've, we've seen it throughout the years. It's really cool when, when all three of them show up and get to race against each other and, and yeah. you've got Mikey Schuyler and Cameron, all three in the, in the pit area, park side by side, you know, race wherever it is in the country. It's, it's cool to see. And I've seen several pictures of that and been there, you know, at those particular races and, uh, then yeah. the, the icing on the cake is when when David gets to race with them as well, and uh, yeah, and, and just the support, like yeah, they're competitive if they're racing against each other, but the the support that that, that family has for for each other uh, in the racing deal is is cool, and and it it was awesome to hear you know Skyler talking about how much uh, his dad David has has worked, you know hard for them as as his kids you know to be able to race and 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 enjoy that so just a cool family and uh a ton of racing history there um with uh with those four guys and and it would man it'd be cool to to go down there to winfield tennessee and and shoot a show with them and just sit there and just talk racing um, yeah with, with maybe snow flying you know, yeah. it's just a cool deal. So uh, we'll have to we'll have to see if we can get that lined up. Yep, yep. It it would certainly be a be a whole lot of fun. Well, you've got some catching up to do, uh, Wes. Let, I do. Well, you're I, you're driving the show. I can't just I, go I, and start taking you over. You can't. I, you can't. Listen, I'm, I'm still in the lead. 
by about a car length and a half for this particular show. I'm still I'm still running the show. You're so in the lead. Let's we go. do have to we do have to pick pick a winner uh, for Saturday night's race at uh, Lake Cumberland Speedway, American All Stars, five thousand win, Crate Lake Model Show. I know I'm down. Is it nine six or ten six? It's ten I six. It's, I believe it's ten six. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you since I'm running the show tonight. I'm gonna give you first pick, and I'm fixing to make a huge comeback right here. I've got, I've, I've got you right where I want you, as the saying goes. And uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a comeback right here, and I'm gonna. I'm going to win. So I'm going to give yeah. you first pick and I know probably pretty sure who you're going to pick. So, uh, let's hear it jumping Josh. Well, I mean, it's really a tough thing for me because I, 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 I mean, I feel a little bit sorry for you to be honest with you. I mean, like I said last week, this is just about become a blowout. I'm about to lap you at this point. It's just, uh, just you know, it's kind of. I just sort of feel like it's just a matter of time at this point. It's just you know we're 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 kind of at the point right now where we're we're just doing we're just you know carrying out the year because I've already got my steak dinner basically. Um, but when it comes to the race this weekend, um, man, it's, it's tough because uh, I've picked Zach Sice every time we've picked pro late models at Lake Cumberland and, uh, and he has not, he's won every time. I think I'm two for two, um, on, on picking Zach Sice. It's just, it's really hard to, uh, it's really hard to go against him at this point. Um, he's just been really good, but I think when it comes down to it, yeah, I am. I know. I mean, when you get a, you know, you get a league like I've got, you, you gotta get a little bit of, I call it confidence. I wouldn't call it cockiness, but just some confidence. Um, Anything can happen. I mean, that, that late race caution, I mean, could have a tire issue. You could blow a right front. I mean, You know, anything can happen. So yeah. yeah, he's he's cocky, confident, whatever you want to call it, but I'm on I'm yeah. gonna pass him on the last lap coming out of four. Yeah, yeah, it, it could it could happen. Uh but it probably won't. Um but yeah, I mean I think uh I, I do. I think it's hard to go against him, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Skylar Marler. Um I'm going I'm getting off the Zach Sice train. On this wow. one, I'm gonna go with Skylar Marler. I can't believe. I, can't I mean, believe he he's said. Him. Well, he said himself they just got that car, like it hadn't run exactly the way they wanted it to. The mo, you know, motor wise, he talked about having the issue with the MSD and trying to get all that figured out. Uh, yeah. Figure out what it was, but uh, Skylar's, you know, he's hard to beat, and just. You know, there's been times that you thought, man, he's going to get up there with these pro late big races at Lake Cumberland. And he's going to have something to say about it. It hasn't worked out that way so far this year. But I think Saturday night is the is the night, five thousand dollars, and uh, and he gets it done. Well, that's that's a really good pick, and, and you know, he has had those those mechanical issues, and since they've got all that lined out, and he's been knocking on the door, and uh, has gotten some wins, you know, run some second second places, couple podium finishes there. Looks really, really good. So that that's a great pick. Uh, and not just saying that because we had him on the show tonight, but 
uh he has looked really good probably the last last month month and a half and uh wherever he's went and ran he's he's you know looked really good um man and and, and as i said earlier it's it is it's going to be a tough field uh and it's it's just it's tough to tough to pin down who do you want you know to pick to win because i need i need a win in the worst way uh, i forgot about limbo coming to be honest with you uh yeah 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 be, he, it's uh, gonna be a, it's gonna be a good race i mean he is he is definitely hot um right now in that 39 machine and uh that's who i'm gonna go with to to win i'm going with the rooster dustin limbo um to uh to get the win and and you know it is it's gonna be a stacked field you're gonna have uh jesse lowe you're gonna have uh deets you're gonna have logan walls uh you'll have you know the wesley brothers uh you know you got uh jay watt might be in in attendance you'll have you know tommy bailey um just just a, a stacked field and and uh, cool that he you know Skyler said that ross white's gonna come and race could see cameron in a in a uh crate uh yeah zach and trevor size um you know gonna be an awesome night but uh i'm gonna yep. take the rooster dustin linville uh, yep. for the win on saturday night well, that's a good. It's a good pick. It uh, it is. Uh, uh, well, should we pick hobby stocks real quick too? While we're yeah, I think we should. Is that fifteen hundred? I think we should pick hobby stocks as well, and because uh, that is man, hundred laps, fifteen hundred to win. <laughs> I'm super excited for that race as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's pick the hobby stocks as well. Go for it, Josh. All right, I'm gonna go. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go quick because it's past my bedtime. Let's go I with. Know, uh, we gotta. We gotta grow. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with um, Craig Stocks. I think uh, it's that's another one. It's just it's hard to pick because that's probably the most competitive class there is. But oh, I'm gonna is. go with Craig's been especially there everywhere. Lake Cumberland, he's been tough this year, so. Yeah, yeah, Craig, that's a hundred yeah. laps, and that throws a whole different. That throws a whole different variable. I mean, it's just that 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 race. It's going to come down to survival as much as anything, and and who can keep their car together. And I mean, hundred laps, man. That's uh, these guys only do that once a year. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be uh, you know attrition and survival of the fittest, and and. <sighs> beating and banging and keeping you keeping your car you know straight and intact and not having no no issues um that's a good pick uh craig craig's definitely gonna be tough to beat there um but i'm gonna go with the the 65 year old veteran i'm gonna go with david marler to get the win um and and there's another class who knows who could win i mean yeah you know, you got Randy Hacker, you've got Ross Burnett, you've got um, the Smith brothers, AJ and TJ. Um, I mean, you know, just, you know, whoever whoever drives that uh, 
that Cornette racing number one. I mean, there's just so many, so many good drivers. Um, you know, Bo Gilly. The list goes on and on in the hobby stock. Yeah. So, man, just just getting excited talking about it. It's Wednesday night, and uh, just ready for Saturday to get here. Yeah. Um, did you mention yeah. our buddy Ross Burnett? Through, I did. You know that. Okay. I yeah. did. I, I did mention sure. Ross in the one twenty two. Yeah. Sure. Bo did. Gilly. Did you? Yeah, I mean, I'm I just throwing. Names I mentioned up. Bo Gilly. You're not yeah. paying attention. You're. Asleep. I would. I wouldn't listen. listen. Josh yeah, is I, asleep. I was half asleep. Yeah. It's nine forty one on a Wednesday night. Did you even work today? Did you Did you do anything today? No, I went to the woods. Today. Oh yeah, that's right. You went to the woods. So that's yeah. that's uh. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's just good too. You you needed a little break to go sit at your cameras and your corn and uh, get ready to kill kill that deer because I'm gonna want some jerky or tenderloin or yeah. something. <clears throat> well, well, listen, buddy, I won't I won't keep you. Thank you everybody for <laughs> uh, for coming on tonight. It's been another great show. Uh, we really do appreciate you all and. Uh, I'm going to go through our sponsors and our tracks. We we appreciate them as well. Um, Plus, okay. Hey, real quick, driver. Sorry, I know I'm trying to rush to get off here, but uh, a couple other events coming up this weekend too for oh, you to go yes, through the I sponsors. Oh, yes, I forgot. Um, you, got me, you got me rushed. I, yeah. I know. I got you all. I got you all tore up there. But, no, let's uh, – I mean, Rock Hassel's running this weekend too. They've – um another you know another event here for the month of september is things like i said just really start to wrap up all around the state um they're having a mini stock uh, special this weekend they've got all other classes running as well over there at rock Hastle, so i'm sure it'll be a be another great night for them um and then mud lick is running uh i looked on their facebook page I, i'm pretty certain that this is their last points race of the season they've got a big event coming up on October 7th as well big their biggest show of the year um so just a couple of events there to to look out for too because uh we don't want to leave we don't want to leave them out for sure well, I, uh, good race I wasn't I wasn't meaning to leave them out but oh you no got, you got to rushing me and and I know you've got to get off here and get you to sleep so <laughs> I know uh, you wouldn't yeah <laughs> I know you wouldn't but uh definitely go uh go support uh support our local tracks this weekend um rock castle speedway mudlick valley and uh lake cumberland speedway uh go and go and support them uh for sure this weekend uh and, and get those butts in the seats um yeah. so with that being said i'm gonna go through uh as i was starting there uh we'll go through and and uh, thank our sponsors uh smokehouse grill and buffet racetrack connection Bluegrass Restoration and Construction, The Detail Shop, Extreme Signs and Graphics, Fast Track Racing Series, Ultimate Heart of America, Late Model Series, Dirtman Diecast, CT Promotions, Mudlick Valley Raceway, Richmond Raceway, Rockcastle Speedway, Thunder Mountain Speedway, Lake Cumberland Speedway, Ponderosa Speedway, Iron Man Bruce Built Modifieds, and Iron Man Super Late Model Series. So uh, just yet again, guys, thank you all for uh, for watching tonight. As I mentioned, another great show. Thanks, Skylar Marler, for coming on. And uh, we will see you all at the races this weekend. Y'all have a good night.